0: Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet and I will be your reader today. I am stepping in instead of Sophia, who was supposed to read instead of Johanna, um, who couldn't because of a disastrous night and morning. So this is truly... um, busy moms reading for other busy moms and this is a very busy grandma right here anyway I love to read for you today and today is the 2nd of December 28th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar it's Thursday it's the fourth day of Hanukkah and today in history is the possible date of the angel Gabriel's visit to Miriam in Nazareth nine months before Rosh Hashanah and the fall feast in the seventh month You can see that in Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. The parashah this week is called Miketz, and that means at the end. And we have two portions from the Torah today because of the Feast of Hanukkah. The first one is Genesis, chapter 42, verses 19 through chapter 43 and verse 15. Let's bless the Lord before we start reading the scriptures. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Yosef said to them the third day, Do this and live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, then let one of your brothers be bound in your prison, But you go, carry grain for the famine of your houses. Bring your youngest brother to me, so will your words be verified, and you will not die. They did so. Then they said to one another, We are certainly guilty concerning our brother, in what we saw the distress of his soul, when he begged us, and we would not listen. Therefore this distress has come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Did I not tell you, saying, Do not sin against the child, and you would not listen? Therefore also, behold, his blood is required. They did not know that Joseph understood them, for there was an interpreter between them. Then he turned himself away from them and wept. And he returned to them, and spoke to them, and took Shimon away from among them, and bound him before their eyes. And Yosef gave a command to fill their bags with grain and to restore each man's money in his sack and to give them food for the way. So it was done for them. They loaded their donkeys with their grain and departed from there. As one of them opened his sack to give his donkey food in the lodging place, he saw his money. Behold, it was in the mouth of his sack. He said to his brothers, My money is restored. Behold, it is in my sack. Their hearts failed them, and they turned trembling to one another, saying, What is this that God has done to us? They came to Yaakov their father, to the land of Canaan, and told him all that had happened to them, saying, The man, the Lord of the land, spoke roughly with us, and took us for spies of the country." But we said to him, We are honest men, we are no spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of our father. One is no more, and the youngest is today with our father in the land of Cnan. The man, the lord of the land, said to us, By this I will know that you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers with me, and take rain for the famine of your houses, and go your way. Bring your youngest brother to me, then I will know that you are not spies but that you are honest men. So I will deliver your brother to you, and you shall trade in the land. As they emptied their sacks, behold, each man's bundle of money was in his sack, and when they and their father saw their bundles of money, they were afraid. Yaakov their father said to them, You have bereaved me of my children. Yosef is no more, Shimon is no more, and you want to take Benjamin away? All these things are against me. Then Rouven spoke to his father, saying, Kill my two sons, if I do not bring him to you. Entrust him to my care, and I will bring him to you again. He said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he only is left. If harm happens to him along the way in which you go, then you will bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to Sheol. Now the famine was severe in the land, and it came to pass, when they had eaten up the grain which they had brought out of Egypt, that their father said to them, Go again, buy us a little more food. Yehuda spoke to him, saying, The man solemnly warned us, saying, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you do not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with us. Israel said, Why did you treat me so badly, telling the man that you had another brother? But they said, The man questioned us closely about ourselves and our relatives, saying, Is your father still alive? Have you another brother? We just answered his questions. Is there any way we could know that he would say, Bring your brother down. And Yehuda said to Israel his father, Send a boy with me, and we will get up and go, so that we may live and not die, both we and you and also our little ones. I myself will be surety for him. From my hand will you require him. If I do not bring him to you and set him before you, then let me bear the blame forever." For if we had not delayed, surely we would have returned a second time by now. Their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take from the choice fruits of the land in your bags, and carry down a present for the man, a little balm, a little honey, spices and myrrh, nuts and almonds, and take double money in your hand and take back the money that was returned in the the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight. Take your brother also, get up, and return to the man. And may El Shaddai give you mercy before the man, that he may release to you your other brother and Binyamin. If I am bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. The men took that present, and they took double money in their hand, and Binyamin, and got up, went down to Egypt, and stood before Yosef. That was Genesis, or Belashit 42, 19 through 43, 15. And our extra reading for today is from Numbers, chapter 7, verses 30 through 41. on the second day netanel the son of zoar i'm sorry that was the wrong verse verse 30 on the fourth day elizur the son of shedeur prince of the children of ruven gave his offering one silver platter the weight on which was 130 shekels one silver bowl of 70 shekels according to the shekel of the sanctuary both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Elizur the son of Shedeor. On the fifth day, Shelumiel, the son of Zorishadai, prince of the children of Shimon, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of 10 shekels, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Shalomiel, the son of Zuri Shaddai. And that was number seven thirty through forty-one. Those, those were the portions from the Torah. Now we have come to the prophets or the Neviim, and we will read 1 Samuel chapter 17. Now the Philistines gathered their armies to battle, and they were gathered together at Soko, which belongs to Yehuda, and camped between Soko and Azekah in Ephes Damim. And Shaul and the men of Israel were gathered together and camped in the valley of Elah and set the battle in array against the Philistines. The Philistines stood on the mountain on one side and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side with a a valley between them. And a champion went out from the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. He had a helmet of bronze on his head and he wore a coat of mail and the weight of the coat was five thousand shekels of bronze and he had bronze shin armor on his legs and a bronze javelin between his shoulders. The staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam and his spear's head weighed six hundred shekels of iron. His shield bearer went before him. He stood and cried to the armies of Israel and said to them, Why have you come out to set your battle in array? Am I not a Philistine and you servants to Shaul? Choose a man for yourselves and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight with me and kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then you will be our servants and serve us. The Philistine said, "I defy the armies of Israel today. Give me a man that we may fight together." When Shaul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. David was the son of that Ephratite of Bethlehem, Yehuda, whose name was Ishai and he had eight sons. The man was an elderly old man in the days of Shaul. The three oldest sons of Ishai had gone after Shaol to the battle, and the names of his three sons who went to the battle were Eliab, the firstborn, and next to him, Avinadab, and the third, Shammah. David was the youngest, and the three oldest followed Shaul. Now, David went back and forth from Shaol to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. And the Philistine came near morning and evening and presented himself forty days. Ishai said to David his son, Now take for your brothers an ephah of this parched grain and these ten loaves and carry them quickly to the camp to your brothers. And bring these ten cheeses to the captain of their thousand and see how your brothers are doing and bring back news." Now Shaul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah, fighting with the Philistines. David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper and took and went as Ishai had commanded him. He came to the place of the wagons as the army which was going out to the fight shouted for the battle. Israel and the Philistines put the battle in array, army against army. And David left his baggage in the hand of the keeper of the baggage, and ran to the army, and came and greeted his brothers. As he talked with them, behold, the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, came up out of the ranks of the Philistines, and said the same words, and David heard them. All the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were terrified. The men of Israel said, Have you seen this man who has come up? He has surely come up to defy Israel. The king will give great riches to the man who kills him, and will give him his daughter, and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man who kills this Philistine, and take away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him in this way, saying, So shall it be done to the man who kills him. Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke to the men, and Eliab's anger burnt against David, and he said, Why have you come down? With whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know your pride and your evil thoughts, For you have come down that you might see the battle. But David said, What have I done now? Is there not a cause? And he turned away from him toward another and spoke like that again. And the people answered him again the same word, the same way. When the words were heard, which David spoke, they rehearsed them before Shaul, and he sent for him. David said to Shaul, Let no man's heart fail because of him, Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Shaul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. But David said to Shaul, Your servant was keeping his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after him and struck him and rescued it out of his mouth. When he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and struck him and killed him. Your servant struck both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, since he has defied the armies of the living God. And David said, The Lord who delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Shaul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. Shaul dressed David with his clothing. He put a helmet of bronze on his head, and he clad him with a coat of mail. David strapped his sword on his clothing, and he tried to move, for he had not tested it. David said to Shaul, I cannot go with these, for I have not tested them. Then David took them off. He took his staff in his hand, and chose for himself five smooth stones out of the brook, and put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag which he had. His sling was in his hand, and he came near to the Philistine. The Philistine walked and came near to David, and the man who bore the shield went before him. When the Philistine looked around and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth, and ruddy, and had a good-looking face. The Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? The Philistine cursed David by his gods. The Philistine said to David, Come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the sky and to the animals of the field. Then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord Svaot, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today the Lord will deliver you into my hand. I will strike you and take your head from off you. I will give the dead bodies of the army of the Philistines today to the birds of the sky and to the wild animals of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and that all this assembly may know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, For the battle belongs to the Lord, and he will give you into our hand. And it came to pass, when the Philistine arose and walked and came near to meet David, that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. David put his hand in his bag, took a stone, and slung it, and struck the Philistine in his forehead. The stone sank into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Then David ran, stood over the Philistine, took his sword, drew it out of his sheath, killed him, and cut off his head with it. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. The men of Israel and Yehuda arose and shouted and pursued the Philistines as far as Gai and to the gates of Ekron. The wounded of the Philistines fell down by the way to Sharaim, even to Gath and to Ekron. The sons of Israel returned from chasing after the Philistines, and they plundered their camp. David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem, but he put his armor in his tent. When Shaul saw David go out against the Philistine, he said to Abner, the captain of the army, Avner, whose son is this youth? Abner said, As your soul lives, O king, I do not know. The king said, Inquire whose son the young man is. As David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Shaul with the head of the Philistine in his hand. Shaul said to him, whose son are you you young man David answered I'm the son of your servant Ishai, the Bethlehemite that was chapter 17 of first Samuel or Shmuel and now we have come to our portion from the writings and that is in the Psalms the Telim and today it's Psalm 57 For the chief musician, to the tune of Do Not Destroy, a miktam by David when he fled from Shaul in the cave. Be merciful to me, God, be merciful to me, for my soul takes refuge in you. Yes, in the shadow of your wings I will take refuge until disaster has passed. I cry out to El to God who accomplishes my requests for me. He will send from heaven and save me. He rebukes the one who is pursuing me, Sila. God will send out his loving kindness and his truth. My soul is among lions. I lie among those who are set on fire, even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Be exalted, God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps, my soul is bowed down. They dig a pit before me, they fall into the middle of it themselves, Scylla. My heart is steadfast, O God, my heart is steadfast, I will sing, yes, I will sing praises. Wake up, my glory, wake up, lute and harp, I will wake up the dawn. I will give thanks to you, Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your great loving kindness reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. That was Psalm 57. And now we have come to our final portion today, the Apostolic Writings. And we'll be reading Mark chapter 12, verse 1 through verse 27. And he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a pit for the winepress, built a tower, rented it out to a farmer and went into another country now when it was time he sent a servant to the farmer to get from the farmer his share of the fruit of the vineyard and they took him beat him and sent him away empty again he sent another servant to them and they threw stones at him wounded him in the head and sent him away shamefully treated and again he sent another and they killed him and many others beating some and killing some therefore still having one his beloved son he sent him last to them saying they will respect my son but those farmers said among themselves this is the heir come let us kill him and the inheritance will be ours they took him killed him and cast him out of the vineyard what therefore will the lord of the vineyard do He will come and destroy the farmers, and he will give the vineyard to others. Have you not even read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected was made the head of the corner. This was from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And they tried to seize him, but they feared the multitude, for they perceived that he spoke the parable against them. So they left him and went away. And they sent some of the Pharisees and the Herodians to him, that they might trap him with words. When they had come, they asked him, Rabbi, we know that you are honest and do not defer to anyone, for you are not partial to anyone, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Shall we give or shall we not give? But he, knowing their hypocrisy, said to them, Why do you test me? Bring me a denarius that I might see it. And they brought it. And he said to them, Whose is this image and inscription? They said to him, Caesar's. Yeshua answered and said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they greatly marveled at him. And some Sadducees, who say that there is no resurrection, came to him, and they asked him, saying, Rabbi, Moshe wrote to us, If a man's brother dies and leaves a wife behind him, and leaves no children, that his brother should take his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first took a wife and died, left no offspring. The second took her. Her and died, leaving no children behind him. And the third likewise, and the seven took her and left no children. Last of all, the woman also died. In the resurrection, when they rise, whose wife will she be of them? For the seven had her as a wife. Yeshua answered them, Is this not because you are mistaken, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they will rise from the dead, they will neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. But about the dead, that they are raised, have you not read in the book of Moshe about the bush, how God spoke to him, saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Yaakov. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are therefore therefore badly mistaken. That was Mark 12, 1 through 27. That concludes the reading of scriptures for Daily Bread today. But if you are reading through the Apostolic scriptures or the Brita Dasha, the New Testament twice this cycle, you will also read 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 1 through 28 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Hag Hanukkah Sameach and Shalom from Yerushalayim. Until next time.